You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, a little baseball, pitchers and catchers report in Major League Baseball today, which has nothing to do with our podcast. I guess it's more relevant to say that we are just uh, two days away from the debut of Alabama baseball. And when we last saw those guys, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. And we'll talk about baseball at some point. I don't like baseball that much, although I do follow Alabama baseball to a degree. But this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Those two things have nothing to do with one another, but it doesn't matter because I needed to let you know who our sponsor was. Also want to let everybody know that I'm working with some new equipment here. I bought a microphone and some kind of thing called a sound card. And um, so now when Jimmy laughs, uh, I can, or if Jimmy doesn't laugh, I should say at one of my jokes, I'm just going to do this. (laughs) I hope everybody heard that laugh track. I have no idea if everybody heard that lecture. I don't really know how to operate this thing yet, but uh, I will get there. Jimmy, let's boy, every, every now and again, I go into a tunnel. I don't know why I need to figure out all this stuff, but I will. And one day I promise you it'll all get better, people. It will get better. Um, Jimmy, it looks like the Alabama A&M game has been postponed again. There will yeah. not be a game tomorrow at 2 o'clock. I think that's real positive for Alabama. There's a positive to take from it, for sure. Uh, rest for Herb Jones. Needed rest for Herb Jones. One uh, one week closer to getting Bruner and Juwan Gary back. Uh, team needs a rest. Uh, those are all positives. Uh, the negative, if you want to say, if you want to say there's a negative, uh, you know, this is based on one loss records, our easiest conference road game all year, and it's the one that gets postponed. Why wasn't the Missouri game postponed? Um, <laughs> you know, so I'm just saying, gosh, that was some sort of bad luck with the, with the one game that you may not get to play, uh, specifically because if you win the game, and we would have been heavy favorites to do so, and then you come home and you play Vanderbilt Saturday, and again, as a heavy favorite, win both of those games, and, and you can cut down nets. Uh, now there will not be net cutting down Saturday, and now the earliest we could clinch would be at Arkansas Wednesday, and that game is a bear. I'm not saying we're definitely going to lose, or I'm just saying we could lose. That, that, that game's a bear. They're the second-best team in the league at this point. They're playing really well. They can score with anybody, and it's going to be an entertaining game for sure, but a tough one uh, to clinch. Uh, the SEC. Jimmy, I'm, I, I think that take was so good, I'm going to do this. I'm playing with Thank my new you. sound card. Did you hear the applause? I did hear the applause, and frankly, let's be honest, it was merited. I think it was merited. You know what? I'm sounding, am I sounding better now? Did I just oh, figure out a fine. way to do Okay, whatever. It you sound matter. fine. Um, I, I'm, we're, listen, I think at this point in our podcasting careers, we're going to have the same amount of listeners, whether I sound like shit or whether I sound <laughs> golden. Um, oh, very, I think the laugh track and the golf claps. We're, we're, we're going places, man. Thank you for being my friend. 
when I needed one. That's a little long. For it, it, it just has thanks. Like if you want to say thanks to somebody, and I just click thanks, and boy, that's a little long. But uh, I don't know why I keep going into this tunnel. We're going to be thing. no, no. You sound you sound good. We're, we're going to be the new George and Gracie. The the new what? <laughs> George and Gracie didn't. Uh, I was thinking was like, peaches and herb. It was like the nineteen forties, I think. Uh, George Burns and his. Uh, uh, wife who, who died a few decades ago, a few decades before he did. Uh, yeah, George and Grace. Good night, Gracie. That's what George would always say. I got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Uh, um, so anyway, A and M's postponed, and I think that's positive. Get her uh, a little healthier, and uh, I think this is a positive. And look, we bring home, uh, come home to Vandy. Well, we don't come home. We're never, never leaving. We play Vandy never on um, Vandy on Saturday. That should be a win. They're the worst team in the conference, uh, record wise. And then we go to Arkansas Wednesday, like you mentioned, and uh, that's going to be a good one. All we got to do is if, if we beat Vandy and Arkansas, this deal's cut. It's over. Correct. So, it's over. Uh, and now we've got an extra week of rest. I was kind of like you. I was hoping that uh, Arkansas would lose to Florida last night, but, uh, you know, they didn't. So that's how things go. And well, they're a good team. Night, I mean, Arkansas's yeah. good, man. I know we beat the shit out of them earlier this year in one of our best played games of the year. So maybe it's a good matchup for us, but uh, they're good They and they can score. It's going to be a real entertaining game, win or lose. That'll be one of the more fun games to watch, I think, this year. I will not be shocked, Luke, if whoever wins that game wins it uh, 93-91. Yeah, that, that game's going to be a lot of fun. Jimmy, let me tell you something else is fun. Go into rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com. Check out their specials, their deals, everything they've got. They've got a bunch of cool stuff over there at rockauto.com. R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com is where you want to go to get those special deals on all the parts your car will ever need. You need a chassis? Go see rockauto.com. You need a some kind of lubricant for your car? Uh, I don't... I guess they'd use that. You need oil. You need whatever. Um, they don't have fuzzy dice, but they got everything but the fuzzy dice for your car. So go check them out. Rockauto.com. The site is so easy to navigate. And even a guy like me who's not a car guy, I appreciate that. So go to rockauto.com today and get that part your car needs. Also, want to tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to put in that bet on the Alabama-Vandy game coming Saturday or Alabama-Arkansas coming up next Wednesday. Look, betonline.ag is going to take care of you. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On, and then you're going to have some extra money to bet it with. And what you do, you make those bets, you make more money, then you go to rockauto.com, you buy the parts your car needs, all of a sudden you got a souped-up motor vehicle that you're picking up your date with with some extra cash that you made from betonline.ag. It's simple as that. I don't know how economics works or finance, but I know this. Go to betonline.ag, win some money. You're going to impress the ladies, or if you are a lady who happens to be listening, the men, or if you prefer the same sex, whoever. I don't care. You're going to impress your significant other. If you'll go to betonline.ag and start rolling in that money, you're going to be winning. Betonline.ag, use the promo code Locked On, get a 50% welcome bonus. Golf clap. Golf oh, yeah, clap. That's- that was good. You want to? Let's just see. What, uh, it's called a lyric. I don't know what this is. Man, be careful with that thing. Phoenix? 
Is that me? I, 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 whoa. Is this a whole song? Hey, how about I don't know, one? but I'll just be careful with anything. I think, is that Cotton Eye Joe? Is there, by the way, is there, is, is there any song that I hate more than Cotton Eye Joe when Alabama plays it? For oh, they used to play the basketball games all the time and football games. And, and baseball, was like, baseball was big too. They played baseball. a baseball game, and some fan that was famous for it would get up and dance. And it's supposed to be amusing to where 80 to 90% of the crowd would watch him and laugh because he's, I guess, dancing the Cotton Eye Joe, I guess. And Jimmy, me referring to myself in the third person, which is important for the story. I'm an easy laugh. I laugh at everything. It drives my wife crazy. Uh, it doesn't have to be. I will laugh. If, if there's 44 jokes on the office, I will laugh out loud at 41 of them. I'm an easy laugh. And then, but when people do that, I don't think it's funny. I'm like. I don't either. I, I'm like, what, could, this is just uncomfortable. It really, I'm uncomfortable. It, it, I'm not laughing. It's Michael Scott uncomfortable. It's the, speaking of the office, it is. <laughs> That's exactly you know, right. There was um, Michael Scott. The episode was on the other day where Michael Scott was breaking up with Pam's mother because he just found out how old she was. And he was like, oh, shit, she's a lot older than me. And I had to change the channel. It was so cringeworthy. Like, I'm, it may, <laughs> it, I really did. And I, Michael Scott, is, he was, Steve Carell was such a good actor that I believed everything he was doing. And it, I was embarrassed for him all the time. It was, I, I mean, I don't know how people kept their face, uh, their their faces so stoic when he he's was. He's the king uh, of cringeworthy. Oh, God. It was fantastic. Um, and that show's <laughs> on all the time on Comedy Central now. And I uh, watch it. Like, I just leave it wow. on. My wife's like, what the hell's wrong with you? And I said, <laughs> I, the same I like what I like, damn it. Hey, um, when, when, I'm, when I'm not watching sports, I flip around and I'm looking for the sports I want to watch. And when I'm not satisfied with sports content, it goes to 249 because the office is almost right. certainly on and I'll, I'll just watch. I don't care that I've seen it six times. I'm still laughing. I'm laughing the seventh time I watch it if it's, if it's you know, really good. Jimmy, some crystal ball uh, picks yep. trending to Alabama. Oh, were sweet. On, they were released on uh, Bama Online. Shout out to Bama Online. Um, Tim Watts friends of the Charlie show. Potter. Yeah, they're friends, friends of the, of the show. show. Friends of our friends of us, I think. I mean, <laughs> friends of ours, friends, friends of ours, friends of the show. Yeah, they probably like the show more than us, but they. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. um, here here's some names, and I'm going to throw these out there. And I, I, since we're breaking this down into segments, and I have one last thing I want to talk about in the final segment, we won't go delve into these with uh, all types of information. But here's the ones that they said are all trending to Alabama. Jeremiah Alexander out of Thompson, who at one time was the Bama commitment. Curtis Perry. Yeah, Curtis Perry. Curtis Perry. Curtis Perry. Oh, I love mm-hmm. him. Yep. Riley Quick, Pierce's brother. Yeah, I have a lot to say about him. I, 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 I've, if he committed to us tomorrow, I'd be happy. Also not ready to go to betonline.ag and bet the house on him becoming a future Day one or two NFL draft pick. If I if 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 you get in my drift, I'm getting your drift. Yep. Yeah, I'm understanding. Uh, Shamar James, more excited about him. Local kid to me. Loved him from the very first time ever saw him. Uh, I have a great comp for him that should excite Alabama fans that I've been excited about from day one because to me he is a dead ringer for former Alabama outside linebacker Ezekiel Knight. 
That's who he's like. He's exactly like Zeke Knight. For good and bad. Now, obviously, hopefully he has better health. But I'm just saying, in terms of what he is, he's Zeke Knight. And, and that's a good thing. And this, uh, one of the candidates for top five names of the year, Denylon Morissette. Yes. Denylon. Denylon. It's French for the nylon. Um, <laughs> but uh, Denylon, I, I dig that name a lot. The wide receiver out of Georgia, right? Yeah, big-time player. Well, I say big-time. Uh, probably not a five-star type, but I like him a lot. Be excited to get him. Uh had like a monster game against a really good opponent, opened up everybody's eyes last year. I think he had like a 300-yard game. That cornerback and the other team probably quit football forever when that game was over. Uh, Denylon would be a nice, a nice pickup. I don't think we need to sign. I, me looking at our numbers, uh, I think, I think just two receivers in the class would be good here. I mean, we just signed four. You know, and the year before that, we signed four. Um, Man, it pisses me off that you say you had a 300-yard game because that immediately made me think of how close uh, Devontae Smith was to having a 300-yard game against Ohio State. And I'm like, he screwed his finger up. On the one catch that was probably the easiest catch of the game, he sort of bobbles it, and that sort of leads to a helmet hitting his finger the wrong way and yada, yada, yada. But he should have had a 300-yard game, so I wish you hadn't brought that up. Uh, Emmanuel Henderson, the number one running back in the country who won't be a running back apparently at the next level. Is that what we're hearing? Uh, no. I mean, if that, that, that would be news to me if I heard it, although I would almost be excited about it. Um, I compare – we could do a whole show on this. I, in, in terms of what he is in high school, I, I think he's very similar to Carrion Johnson, who signed with Auburn. I said the whole time Carrion was in high school – Regardless of where he was going, he almost went to Alabama. I thought, man, this guy's a really good running back prospect, but I think he might be a fantastic defensive back. And then he went to Auburn and was a really, really good SEC running back. I think he was even SEC player of the year, maybe his, his final year. But it, with people then loudly going, boy, was Jimmy wrong about Kerryon Johnson. He's he's the best offensive player in the SEC. And, and my response was, how do you know I'm wrong? <laughs> how do you how do you know I'm wrong? How do you know he, he wouldn't be a better defensive back than he is a running back? And I just say all that to say, you know, the 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 good players like Emmanuel Henderson, like Carrion, they're gonna be good no matter where you put them. They're gonna be good. I, I just think kids should play their best position. And I watch Emmanuel Henderson and I can't help but think his best position might be defensive back. Now, does that mean he can't be a good running back? Of course not. And if he wants to play running back, stick him there. I've heard Nick Saban say this, and I'm a big believer in it. You know, it takes so much effort to be a great SEC football player that you need to play the kids where they want to play because that, that's where they're going to give their best effort. If you just move a kid to DB and he doesn't want to be there, I mean, are you really getting the 100% plus effort that, that, that playing the game requires? So, so if the kid wants to be a running back, fine. Take him, sign him, play him at running back. I think he'll be fine. Uh, I'm, I interrupt this uh, important rundown of crystal ball picks to say that I just got the notification that as the tide rolls, uh, which is a, a another Twitter handle for one of our listeners, he says to you, I really appreciated the so-called turd nugget you dropped on the last podcast. And yes, you are a great American. Um, you, you know what? We appreciate you listening. And I, I, 
he, here's what's funny. Like, it's, it, I, I'm sure he's <laughs> laughing about all this. How many times have we done this? And like, people think I'm being too hard on you about some of this stuff occasionally. <laughs> um, and really, they don't understand that 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 uh, I have to. I have to. They only have to listen to you occasionally at their leisure. <laughs> I have to talk to you every day. <laughs> That's true. You're subject, and you're subjected to the stuff that I won't say on the radio. That is so, true. That so is there true. you have it. Um, okay, have so it. now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, TJ Dudley, who is a fan. I'm a yeah. fan. Yeah, he's, Here, You he's know, good. it's another year, Luke, where the state is loaded with good linebackers. And my question, like like TJ Dudley and Shamar James to me are kind of the same kid. They're not the same kid in terms of their skill sets are hugely different, but I would rank them the same. Like for ranking kids between one and 10 or 8F or five stars, four stars. I mean, Shamar James and TJ Dudley are the same kid. Uh, now, do, and since they're in state, do we go ahead and take them because they're quality SEC prospects? Or do you go fishing in the bigger ocean looking for your, your blue marlin, you know, your your Dallas Turner type kid. Uh, that's the question uh, for those guys. Cause we could fill up the linebacker class with nothing but in state guys. And we would be doing very, very well. Could we do better? I guess is the question. Um, could be. I, and I also, meanwhile, as you're talking, I'm also just perusing Twitter, trying to sure. see if there's any other news. And uh, this is kind of funny. Denzel Washington apparently tweeted, beware of destination addiction, the idea that happiness is in the next place, the next job, or even the next partner. Until you give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else, you'll never be happy where you are. I think this is kind of funny that Lane Kiffin quote tweeted this by saying, the grass isn't always greener. Trust, trust me, I know. Be where your feet are. Yeah, he actually says, be where your feet are. <laughs> Didn't Lane Kiffin really want the Auburn job? <laughs> and maybe the Tennessee job. And I mean, the Tennessee job again. That's coming from a guy that applies to – he probably begins every morning. I mean, uh, you know, Sexton is his agent, and it's probably like every morning at 7 a.m. the phone rings and Sexton going, Lane. And Lane's like, the Chargers job is open. I'm, I'm, hearing, th I'm hearing things that the Titans job may open. And then the next morning he calls and it's like, uh, uh, Gus is in trouble at Auburn. I mean, and it's, it's, it's Sexton's every morning, 7am call. That's kind of how I, that, that was the first cartoon that comes to mind when you read that quote and said it was retweeted by Lane who hops around quite a bit. I would but, rather uh, have Lane Kiffin, I would rather have Lane Kiffin give me advice on monogamy than I would on staying where you be, you know, grow, grow roots where your feet are or whatever those dumb plant, you know, stay planted firmly in your own I'll say this. fertilizer. He, he's a damn good football. He's a damn, we probably didn't talk about this enough, especially we should build him up more because he is, you know, I, I like all the former Bama players and coaches and Lane did a hell of a job at Ole Miss. I mean, he did a really good job. Now I know there were some bad, moments and the defense isn't great and, and he inherited sort of a mess but his offense scored more points than Alabama and they were playing a conference schedule I mean it's not like he did it against well, they also had to I mean 
They, yeah, they also yeah. they, they also had, to, had yeah. did his did sure. they score more than us total even though we played several uh, more games no no I'm, I'm there's no way average I'm an average okay. over the ten SEC games I, I think they were just ahead of us and, and true they have to keep the accelerator down for sixty minutes because the game's never decided um, but look at all the shit ton of points he scored against us and uh, he do, he is I will go so far as to say that I think Lane in terms of coaching what he's got is probably the best offensive mind in college football. I didn't say the best coach or, or the best head coach. I, I just meant, meant what I said. I, I think in terms of coaching the team that he has, he's the best offensive mind in, in the game. And I, I'm including Sark. That's fair. Uh, Jimmy, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, just a couple of odd men things. Jimmy, I thought it was interesting. Uh, Cade Phillips, who's a sophomore at Westbrook Christian, there was a story about him, uh, I think, on 24-7 Sports. He is the son of John David Phillips and also of Reagan Phillips. Uh, Reagan played basketball at Alabama. John David obviously played football at Alabama. Um, he's 6'8". Uh, maybe needs a little more weight on him, but he's averaging about 19 points a game. Uh, play his uncle, of course, is uh, Brody Croyle, and uh, you know, so it looks like I, th- I think uh, Bruce Pearl just offered him. So I assume Alabama will be offering him soon. I, I just think that's interesting to have a basketball legacy like that, potentially joining the club. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I haven't seen a lot of tape. I know him by reputation. Um, it's hard to imagine him not being a really good player. His dad was not only a quarterback at Alabama, but a tremendous athlete. I mean, a tremendous athlete. Uh, he, he, he was a, a huge, oversized quarterback that they literally could play at safety. That's how, that's how athletic dad is. And Baum is a, was a six-foot SEC basketball player, to say nothing of Uncle Brody. So this kid has great DNA. I think it's interesting that he's a basketball and not football, but at six eight, I think he's making a heck of a choice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's got to put on some weight. But I'm telling you this: this dad's a big old joker. If he ends up as big as his dad, uh, big and thick like his dad, uh, he could be a beast. So I'm very excited about him. Uh, he's a 23, correct? He is. He's only a sophomore, and th- it's funny because the story actually had a highlight or a picture-captured highlight of him playing football. It looks like he was playing safety or linebacker or something. Oh, um, I mean, you got to think he'd be able to cover some ground with those strides. I mean, he'd probably be very susceptible to a Jalen Waddle juke, but aren't we all? <laughs> He's a one. I mean, that's like a Westbrook Christian's like a 1A school, right? Or 2A. Uh, yeah. Are they small. Are they, are they they're AISA, aren't they? No, no, no. I think they're a public Can school, I? but I think they're 1A. Okay. Uh, or at least they compete against the public schools, what I'm they're, saying. They're, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's a private school, but I think they yeah, compete I in the AHSAA. Uh, man, yeah, they, they, they may, and I do AHSA stuff all the time. They very well may, and I, I'm going to tell you, it, it never fails. Even though I do AHSA stuff all the time, every year I learn something about some school. I'm like, I've never even heard of that place. And, <laughs> right. you know, it's just crazy stuff. Well, I don't think uh, Westbrook's really good. I mean, that, they have the occasional – yeah, you know, really. And good the occasional player. Brody Croyle, uh, friend of the show, Andrew Bone played there. At Andrew West Bone Percussion. played there. All right, I dig that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, Andrew, Andrew Bone, Andrew by the Bone. way, congrats to Andrew Bone. He's having a baby. I mean, his wife is. Um, 
Whoa, you were just making some a hell of a, that was going to be today's turd nugget. Well, uh, that Andrew Bone is having a baby. <laughs> well, we always like to drop one turd nugget right in the old punch bowl. <laughs> that was going to be it. Now, friend of the show, great success with his uh, fascinating book and cool that he's going to be a dad. But yeah, Andy Bone played at a Westbrook Christian. But now, now, let me ask you this, though, <laughs> that I just find interesting. Uh, Phillips, uh, obviously a white kid, is, you know, his parents are white. John David Phillips. And, if he's not, that's going to really yeah. piss off John David. <laughs> some, inside, some inside scoop. Inside scoop here. Um, and I say that to say this. We also offered, I read on the World Wide Web, that Alabama basketball also offered a 23 guard from Vestavia named Wynn Miller. Wynn Miller, yes. Also, um, I believe a white, a, a white guy. I'm just wondering, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, if anything else, just because it's like, wow, when when is the last class Alabama signed two in-state uh, white kids? I bet it's been a while. Oh, or, God, the I bet, 70s? I, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, not no. being facetious here. I mean, Sam I mean, who Hagen did the passing is, sign with? The passing, well, I mean, that was in the passing 80s. signed. Um, well, he was in the uh, passing went to Alabama the same year I did, so he got there in like '91. Um, Would he have come in? There was with no other. Else? No, there was no other. There was no other white dude. Um, let me think. Uh, Sam Hagenis and Jeremy Hayes. I, I can't uh, think of they very were, many. Were they in the same class? They were not in the same class. I'm just trying to think of white dudes we've signed. Um, Man, Jeremy Hayes is a pretty good player. He was he was fine. Yeah, he was he was good. He had his moments. I remember he developed. Haginus, he developed you, you know, what do you mean? remember he, Sam Haginus had that dunk against Kentucky, and everybody's like, uh, "Oh yeah, now is we're about to get this thing rolling." Yeah. Um, no, not Haginus so. would later become a professional beach volleyball player and male model. Wow. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I'm making that up. Real story. I, Right, I'm Googling 1991 Bama signing class. Um, <laughs> Does Google go back and, that far? Well, it's kind of funny because um, it's saying 24-7 has a class calculator for that. There's no way. For 1991, but <laughs> 24-7? Wasn't even was around there in the internet in 91? There wasn't an no, internet. There wasn't. If there was, um, college would have been – I would have, two things. College would have been easier for me, and I would have been kicked out for doing something wrong. Okay, all right. I, maybe I can figure it out this way. Um, wait a minute. Did Passing? This is 91 92. I don't know why. So maybe he was 91. He might have been 90 91. No, he's, he, well, yeah, that's true. He might be 90 91 because mm-hmm. I, well, wait a minute. I graduated in 91. He graduated the same year I did. He should be in that class. He should be. I poked a little fun at Brian recently on Twitter, and it was a joke I was really proud of, and it even got comments from Brian and Chris Stewart. What, what was it? <laughs> it was funny. They, uh, we were discussing uh, the, the, the theme of the day on Twitter that morning was uh, celebrities and uh, getting autographs from them and who was nice and who was rude. And Brian uh, uh, told a story about how Hank Aaron was rude to him. <laughs> and I don't think Hank Aaron's... Hank Aaron's been rude to one person one time in his whole life. It just happened to be Brian Passing when Passing was a kid. And Passing didn't get his autograph. And I thought it was very funny because 
That's the first time I've ever heard of Hank Aaron ever being rude to anyone in passing. This happened when passing was like eight or nine, and he's obviously still a little miffed about it. So uh, I made a joke. <laughs> it's like <laughs> said somewhere else on Twitter, a, a guy saying right now, when I was a kid, I went to an Alabama basketball game, and Robert Ory, Latrell Sprewell, and James Robinson gave me their shoes, and this guy, Brian Passick, told me I was short and fat and needed to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah that was funny. yeah and hey Chris, wait a minute in passing responded by saying uh yeah what's even funnier is that little kid was chris stewart <laughs> <laughs> okay that's 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 good, yeah, that's Ryan, good ryan's, ryan's a quick-witted dude um yeah, was okay good. here's what's funny i would have never ever 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 guessed this but apparently first of all brian is a year younger than me i didn't know this um but it says uh, he was 92, class of 92, 93. Class of 92, so he's a freshman. Yeah, so he's a, he's a year younger than me because I graduated high school in 91. So he anyway, um, so here's his class apparently. Uh, and, and this, I was going to talk about a mock draft. I'm not going to do it anymore. We're going to talk about that later. But uh, because I now found this interesting. His class was Brian Passing, Roy Rogers. Lyndon, Alabama's Roy Rogers. Anthony Brown. And Marvin Orange. Know. Oh, Marvin Orange from South Carolina. Irmo, South Carolina. Irmo, South Carolina. I'll never forget. Every time I go to South Carolina, I see Irmo. I'm like, home of Marvin Orange. And Marvin Roy Orange. Rogers from Linden is, is really easy to remember. Um, and I remember, here's the other thing, that my basketball team, Indian Springs, we would have played Roy Rogers if if we had made the playoffs at you. Like, we got upset in our first in – in our area tournament, so we didn't get to go to the playoffs. But I think we were going to play them in the first round if we had played them, and he probably would have blocked every shot I could have imagined. But um, I think it's a myth. But uh, on Highway 43, which runs through Linden and goes all the way to Tuscaloosa, it's it's basically an hour and a half or so. Yeah, an hour and a half south of Tuscaloosa. But it's one of the ways to get to Mobile uh, from Tuscaloosa. You travel through Linden, and which is this really small. There's literally like three or four lights in the whole town. And, uh, but there's this really nice big house, uh, to the side of the road. And, uh, I've always imagined that to be Roy's house. Is it, does anybody know? Maybe a listener, maybe a listener can you just, educate us. You just, to say, you just ride by, you ride by. Well, it's off the road. Oh, Roy's doing it good. It's off the road, but you see it clearly. There's no missing it. And it's just north of the city limits or, or maybe it's just inside the city limits on the north side of town. So I guess that would be north and west of the road. Uh, I've just thought every time I drive by it, I'm like, eh, I bet that's Roy Rogers' house. Now here's it looks kind of out of place. You don't see any other house, anything remotely like it. It's like a, I don't know if you want to say it's a million dollar house because it's in Linden, but it's, it's, it's a very nice large house. This is hey. going to wrap the show up here, but I want to say this, that I'm looking at a, uh, Wait a minute. Let me give you this. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's still, it still gets right. fun. See, I knew it would get funnier. That's the, the the soundtrack, the laugh track, and the golf claps. They're going to get funnier every episode. How about this, Jimmy? This is how we think of our listeners. That's. <laughs> That says that's a kiss, but it's like a kiss from a cartoon character. Anyway, um, I'm looking at I'm looking at Bama ninety 
this is 93, 94. Listen to this team. First of all, this may be the last team that had three white dudes on scholarship. 93, 94. Was this going to, this was Wimp's last, off the top of my head, I'd tell you it's Wimp's no. last class. No, no, no. This is David Hobbs. It in is. Fact, in Probably fact, first I think, class. Yeah, I think Wimp recruited Passink, and I think, I think, Passing though when he first when he got to Alabama, David Hobbs was the coach. I'm almost positive of that, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Anyway, th- listen to this team. How did we not win more? Jason Caffey, Jamal Faulkner, you know, transferred in from Arizona State. Play. I gave I gave him a ride to the uh, student wreck one time, and he was the biggest jerk. I, I like he was walking to the wreck. I said, "Hey man, jump in my silver Thunderbird. Let's go to the wreck." I mean, if that's where you're going, he said, "Yeah." And like I kept talking to him, tried to ask him things. He never never said shit. Um, you invented Uber. I did. I kind of. You just I, invented Uber. You, you just patent pending. You. <laughs> that story um, is the creation of Uber. Congratulations, man! You need to get a lawyer and send a letter and cash in. Uh, uh, so Marvin Orange, Antonio McDice, Artie Griffin, who had the worst Art- looking shot in the history of shots, but it generally went in. Walter Pitts, who was the uh, hell of a defender. What player. an athlete. Walter Pitts and Sean Peck Love together had a wingspan longer than 747. <laughs> Brian Passink, Anthony Brown, Roy Rogers, Eric Washington, Eric Wade Washington. Kaiser, Terrence Bethel, who I oddly remember for some reason. I remember. Yeah. Then they just have R. Lee. And I, I'm not sure who R. Period Lee is, but I remember we had another Lee, and what was his name? Like Anthony Lee or Alvin Lee? Alvin Lee, that's what it was. But that can't be him unless the no, R no, is silent. It's not him. Um, Alvin Lee was uh, in the '80s with uh, Terry Connor and them. I think kind of that age. No, Alvin Lee was later than that. He was okay. Had to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna find Alvin Lee on here now. Philip Pearson. <laughs> so we had three white dudes on scholarship back then. Well, still, I mean, Philip I, Pearson was probably a walk-on, right? Well, I, but he's a senior, so I'm assuming by this He's probably placed on scholarship by then. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. what I'm saying. So yeah. it's just interesting. I mean, and again, I'm not trying to bring race into anything. I just find it interesting that that may be yep. the last time Alabama had three white dudes on scholarship. That's all. I mean, I just – Well, and certainly in terms of bringing two in at the same time and then factor in that they're both from Alabama, you know, with, uh, with Phillips being from the Gadsden area – and Wynn Miller from the Stavia in, in Birmingham. Uh, yeah, and I root for all our kids. It's not a thing. I don't, I don't care if they're if all 13 or, or – it doesn't matter to, to me in the least. It's just notable because it's like a note. Like, huh, all righty then. Yeah, this could be. All right, well, that's, we're running out of time, so I got I to gotta stop us here. But anyway – um, so uh, for this podcast, we get a rouse of, and Jimmy brought us all the, and those are the only sound effects I really know how to play because I can't do the thank you one anymore. It takes up a whole damn segment. I'm gonna have to get that sponsored if I'm gonna do that. Um, and that kiss was uh, I, that kiss was alarming. Although maybe we should tell everyone it comes from Jessica Rabbit. From Jessica Rabbit, everyone. I mean, why do I only have, I've got like four, if I could make my own sound effects, that'd be fine. I mean, but anyway, all right, everybody, roll tide. Roll tide.